Hey YouTube, it's Casey Demon here, TaxCellAcademy.com, and I'm about to record an episode for the TaxCell podcast. If you enjoy listening to podcasts, be sure to take us on the go, and you can find us on your favorite podcasting platform by clicking the link down below or going to TaxCellPodcast.com. Let's go ahead and switch on over to the audio portion of this podcast. Welcome to the Tax Cell Podcast, where tax cell investing is made easy. I'm Casey Dimon, a tax cell veteran, expert, and trainer, author of the Tax Cell Playbook, founder of the Tax Cell Academy, and I'm your host right here on the Tax Cell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, head on over to TaxCellAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxCellAcademy.com. All right, guys, on this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about due diligence. What exactly should you look for? This is a question that is asked so often, but it can be really difficult to provide a quick little answer like everybody wants, okay? Due diligence is defined as the act of evaluating the necessary information to determine the suitability of risk for an investor. As a tax investor, we have to perform due diligence on every single piece of property that we think about purchasing in order to ensure that it's going to be suitable for us, our investment strategies, and meet our investment objectives. In short, we want to really research and find out as much as possible that is helpful to us in making an informed decision about whether we should buy that property or not, and if we should buy it, how much exactly we should pay for that property. And I could spend a dozen hours explaining the entire due diligence process. In fact, due diligence and research are covered extensively inside the Tax Cell Academy. So please understand that there's no way possible I can go through every single due diligence scenario on a quick little podcast episode. But instead, I do want to provide you with the five different factors that you must take into consideration when you do perform your due diligence. Okay, so let's go over these five. The first factor should be the value. And the deal is, with the rest of your due diligence, it's really going to hinge on the value. What is the property worth? And when I say that, it's very important from the get-go, right, from the very beginning, that I never teach to work off of the full and fair market value. Instead, I teach to use a ballpark estimate that should be less than that fair market value. And what this does is it allows you to place the property on the market below market value so you can sell it quickly and or it'll also allow you some buffer just in case there's any unexpected financial issues with that property. But the value should definitely be one of the first things that you determine when you perform your due diligence. Then you compare it to the opening bid amount and you keep working from there. Maybe it needs repairs or have some sorts of other issues. Of course, all this has to be factored in, but ultimately the value is what you can expect to get out of that property in the end. So always keep that number in the back of your head as you perform the rest of your due diligence. The next factor to consider are the financial liabilities behind owning that property, behind buying that property. So when you buy a parcel of real estate, it comes with certain responsibilities. One of these that you are financially responsible for it. And I'm not talking about just the acquisition price because of course you have to pay for that along with buyer's premiums, maybe some recording costs and that kind of stuff when you buy a piece of property at the tax sale. But you must also factor in every other cost that is gonna be involved. In some areas, the tax rates are so ridiculous that if you hold the property for just one year, 
then your entire profit might be lost to a tax bill. What about the condition of the property? Are you prepared to pay for the remodeling costs? They can really get very, very expensive if you don't know what you're doing. Maybe you'll run into an issue where the foundation has some problems or something else that can get pricey very, very quickly. At the minimum, even without performing any expected improvements like remodeling, you still might be required to clean up the yard and have it maintained regularly. These are all considerations that you must take into account when you're performing due diligence. If you can't stomach these additional expenses, then you need to find a more suitable property for you. There's definitely properties out there that don't really require substantial investment upfront and they don't have very expensive holding costs, but it's possible that the return might not be as large either. So factor all this in. Another factor for your due diligence are gonna be your legal liabilities. We discussed financial liabilities, but what about the legal liabilities? Buying an old gas station that has a leaking underground gas tank is probably not going to be the smartest move for you if you're concerned about your legal and financial liabilities. What about that dilapidated house? And maybe you have full intentions of remodeling that dilapidated house. And that might sound like a great idea until something pops up and it delays your project for a few months. And in the meantime, the city comes over there and they come after you for not having a building up to code. Or what about buying a piece of property and everything's great except for there's some trash on that property that you forget to clean up. All of these and countless other things like that really must be taken into consideration and into your decision on whether or not you want to invest in that specific piece of property. Another factor of due diligence is your time commitment. And we can really apply this on both a macro and a micro level. First off, how's the auction even being held? Can you attend the auction online or are you required to attend it in person? In-person auctions are great for limiting competition, but maybe your schedule, maybe your work schedule outside of tax investing will prevent it. And of course, if the properties are located 500 miles away, the amount of time that you must invest in a remodel or another similar project can really grow exponentially if you have to be there in person. So this is a factor that might not seem specific to a parcel of real estate, but it is a factor that is specific to your involvement in that real estate. The last thing you want is a half-finished project costing you money while it sits there because you couldn't invest the time you had originally planned. And another factor that we're gonna take into consideration in today's podcast is gonna be your exit strategy. Sure, right? That lighthouse, school, hospital, the old McDonald's that is closed down, those things might all look pretty cool and it'd be great to own a lighthouse. But how in the heck are you going to exit that investment? There aren't too many buyers out there looking to buy an old lighthouse. That takes a pretty special buyer, right? As you research the property, you need to determine if the exit strategy required for the specific property is something that fits in your specific investment objectives. If you're the type of person who's looking to quick flick something, then you probably don't wanna look at a project that's gonna take you six, seven, eight months to remodel. When you determine whatever your X strategy is, you must consider your plans with that specific piece of property based on the market conditions of that area, which of course will account for the supply and the demand factors. Take all of this into consideration before venturing into a piece of property. So there's five factors of due diligence that you must take into consideration. Value, 
financial liabilities, legal liabilities, time commitment, and exit strategy. Now, as I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, there are countless other things that you must take into consideration. These are just five examples that you must take into account to help you get started with due diligence for a tax sale property. If you'd like to learn more about the additional due diligence requirements and the step-by-step process that we've developed over the last 16 years to see tax sale success, head on over to taxcellacademy.com. Again, that's taxcellacademy.com. That's it for today's episode, guys. As always, if you have found this episode helpful, it will mean so much to us if you'll take a few seconds and leave a positive review. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful and successful day. Take care.